WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC rock stars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Yes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars. And we we're continuing expat week with uh, uh, another uh, non-Native American um, my good friend, whom I'm, who I've never met, Sam Owen from uh, Hannapin Marketing and a writer for PPC Hero. Welcome, Sam. Hi, David. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm sorry. I've, I forgot to ask you what your uh, title is at Hannapin. I'm, a, I'm an associate director of paid search. Oh. So essentially that means I, uh, I run a, a smaller team within Hannapin uh, managing accounts. Gotcha. Well, as you know, uh, Sam, the reason I asked you on is because of your brilliant article uh, that was published recently on the PPC Hero blog, and the title is Everything You Need to Know About PPC Ad Extensions, Uh, and it's certainly one of the most comprehensive articles I've seen written on uh, PPC topics in general, so uh, congratulations on that. Thanks very much. You're welcome. And listeners, I encourage you to go to the PPC Hero blog and look up this article. You might read it before and after this podcast. Um, Do a search on Sam Owen's name, O-W-E-N-S, and you'll find the article, Everything You Need to Know About PPC Ad Extensions. So, Sam, um, first of all, why are ad extensions so important? Well, uh, it's a good question. So, actually, kind of the reason I, I started writing about ad extensions, which seem on the face of it kind of a boring topic, is uh, that I that I did a big audit for this huge kind of multinational company. And it was an amazingly well-run account. So everything in there was perfect. It was really hard to come up with any recommendations. And the one thing I noticed was that pretty much every campaign had the same four site links in there. And I thought that seemed a little odd. So I started to dig around into like Hannapin's accounts and then other accounts that we um, were working retainers on. And I noticed that pretty much that was the case across almost all uh, accounts that I looked at. So I started to become a little more interested in, okay, where are the, the optimization opportunities here? So um, there were a few things I kind of found when I, when I dug into it. So the first thing and the, the reason they're most important is because they show more regularly than ever now. So I don't know if any, if any listeners want to just quickly Google any big brand uh, name retailer in their local country. Uh, I did it for Walmart in my article, but uh, I'm sure there's tons of good examples. And just look at the top ad. Now, it's probably more extensions than actual ad at this point. Uh, so I, I think just looking at the real estate, kind of more than 50% of it is taken up by the extensions. So it makes sense that we actually put as much effort into uh, optimizing and caring about our extensions as we do for the rest of our ad, which is normally a lot in PPC. It's one of the, you know, the biggest things that can drive 
uh, improvement, click-through rates, quality scores, etc. So, so when I looked at that, I tried to figure out, okay, what's going on? What can we, what can we do to, to optimize these? Why are these super important? And the first thing really was um, this kind of big algorithm change that was mentioned by Google back in October, November time last year. So what Google did was they realized that um, there's so many different combinations of ad extensions now. There's you know, 10 or so ad extensions that you can have live. And they all kind of have a way of playing off each other. So it might be that when you have call extensions and site links and review extensions together, the overall benefit to click-through rate is higher than when you have call extensions and um, consumer ratings and seller ratings together. So they changed their algorithm a little bit to, to impact quality score. And basically what happens now is that Google automatically find your optimum combination of extensions. Uh, and so what this does is mean that click-through rates get even better when you have loads of extensions showing. So the, the most important reason uh, for listeners to kind of take away is that extensions are important because, and partly thanks to, to the changes Google have made, click-through rates just get way better when you're showing lots of them. So site links are the most important ones, but then there's a, a whole host of other extensions that we'll kind of talk about um, that improve that click-through rate. And obviously, as, as a lot of PPC kind of uh, account managers will know, the higher your click-through rate, uh, the better your ad rank is going to be. And it's going to help across the board because you're going to have better CPCs and more traffic. Brilliant. Okay. So let's get into some of the extensions. And you, you separate the, uh, uh, the sum total of extensions into active and, and uh, what was the other one? Passive, yeah. So Passive. <laughs> that's so, right. I think it was just a um, – sorry, go ahead. I've got some specific questions. I assume I'm, I'm going to run into the assumption that the listeners know what, for example, site links are. We'll get into definitions with some of the more esoteric uh, extensions. But uh, I, I wanted to ask about uh, just one topic that I think is confusing to a lot of advertisers, and that is uh, how can an advertiser see actual data about site link performance? So... What happens is if you go into the Ad Extensions tab within your campaign menu, and it's along the top there, you'll see a list of your currently active site links, and you'll see a click-through rate alongside them and a number of clicks and impressions. But actually, the, the part that's confusing here is that that number is reflective of the performance of the entire ad when that site link shows. So it could be that you have an ad that says, you know, PPC Management Services, and you have a site link that says, hire us. Um, if that hire us shows, then it will bring in the, the entirety of the data. So what you have to do is go into your segment option and choose this extension against the other. Uh, okay. And what you'll see there is the specific number of clicks on the site links versus on the headline when that site link is present. Gotcha. And that's the way you can see the relative performance of the site links and often find out that um, uh, you, the, the site links which you've entered in a particular order um, – might might have uh, the, the ones that are not shown as frequently have better performance characteristics. So you can change the order of the site links to have the ones with better performance characteristics showing more frequently. And I'll, I'll just pull that up real quick because um, Google actually made a change there. So you can't even control the order they show in anymore. It's It's kind of entirely decided by... Google. Oh, no kidding. Uh, so it used, to, it used to be that we had the option to say, like, SiteLink 1 was hire us and SiteLink 2 is contact us. Yeah. Uh, but now it's just done where Google kind of automatically pull in what it thinks are your best four to six SiteLinks. 
is is there uh, any optimization going on? In other words, is Google uh, choosing site links that over time are gaining more uh, better click through rate? Yeah, so I, th I think that's kind of um, related to what I mentioned with the algorithm. So I think what they're looking at is essentially just click through rates of, of each of the site links. Now I don't know if they're looking at overall click through rate lift which is what I suspect that they would look at because that's more clicks and more money for Google or specific clicks on those site links um, because we have seen examples of some site links that, for example, really drive attention to the headline and get more clicks for the ad as a whole and some site links that um, get more clicks on that specific site link but the ad itself performs worse. So, gotcha. Uh, there's kind of a division there. Well, uh, that's brilliant. And uh, we've got lots more about uh, extensions coming up. Hey, Sam, we've got to pause for some very important announcements for our sponsors, so uh, listeners, don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Sam Owen of Hannapin Marketing and PPC Hero talking about, about um, extensions and starting with site, site links. Um, Sam, just a couple of words about extended site links. Uh, uh, 
when should they be used? What what are the appropriate circumstances? So I think that's kind of an interesting question. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, when you go into your, your Sitelink setup, you can now have the option to give them kind of a full 70-character description like you can for the, the rest of your ads. Now, Google on Twitter, so, so a couple of people asked them about this, um, they basically said that it's, it's pretty much limited to very high-quality ads in top positions. So what that means is if you look at your campaign's average quality score and it's you know under seven, chances are Google's not going to choose to naturally extend your site links uh, on those keywords. But where it is really good is on your brand terms. So I would say, if nothing else, go into your brand campaigns and extend all of your, your site links, or at least the most important ones. Um, and the, the, the caveat to that is that it's actually, there's no way to measure the improvement other than kind of week over week. So turn them on, see if your click-through rate's better. But the downside of that is... Uh, Obviously, there's seasonality at play. So if you happen to turn them on the day before Black Friday and you, you work with a large retailer, then it's probably going to be pretty hard to say for sure, oh, hey, my extended site links improved my click-through rate by any percentage. Use them for your brand campaigns, for any uh, ad groups that have um, ads and keyword combinations that have very high click-through rates and quality score, but just don't bother with the rest of them. Hey, let's switch gears and talk about mobile site links. Um, you spend a lot of time in the article on... Um, advising that advertisers use mobile-specific site, site links. Why is that? And tell us some things about uh, some best practices, like the number of characters. Okay, yeah. So with mobile site links, it's, it's pretty much the same thing uh, as was recommended with mobile ads in general. So what people want to see on mobile is different from what they want to see on, for example, their iPad or on a desktop computer. And it makes sense to segment out uh, site links by mobile to work out what those specific site links are. So it could be, for example, let's say um, for a conference, people on their phone, maybe they're really interested in just seeing the agenda. But maybe on a desktop, they're there to buy or to um, print something off or get directions. So what you're going to see is a naturally different performance for site links based on the device. And you can go in and you can um, download a report where you do a double segment. So you do this device versus other uh, this extension versus other, and then you do device as your other segment. If you kind of pull that all into a pivot table, you'll be able to see how many clicks on specific site links you're getting by each device. Now, what I recommend is if you've been testing multiple site links over time, let's say you had 10 site links in there just auto-rotating, uh, go in, segment them all, find out what your best performing ones for mobile are, and spin those off and create them specifically as mobile preferred site links. Uh, and then there's a, there's a couple of recommendations to go along go along with that. And um, one of them is to keep them a little shorter. So uh, Matt Umbro, who's a colleague of mine here at Hannapin, uh, he did a little research and found out that about 17 or 18 characters seems to be the limit for getting four site links to show on mobile on a smaller device like an iPhone, um, where, the, where the screen's a little more limited. So I would say that from what we've seen, the more site links that show, the more clicks you get. So if you can keep your site links slightly shorter for phones, uh, that's going to help your click-through rates. Other things I like to do are things like uh, mobile site as a site link and desktop site, and then people can kind of choose which uh, which experience they want. So for me, on a phone with a larger screen, I would just hit the desktop site, site link, whereas uh, maybe someone else who prefers the mobile experience could hit the mobile one. And we've seen decent uh, click-through rate improvements there, and not even necessarily clicking on the site link, but just from people being aware that, hey, I can 
have a good mobile optimized experience on this site. Good. That's it's important to know that. Hey, let's switch gears to location extensions, where the advertiser's address and phone number appear right in the ad. Uh, something's changed recently that advertisers should be aware of. What what has changed, and how should advertisers react? So, what we had in the past was um, manual or Google Places to control our location extensions. Uh, Google Places has kind of morphed into this program called Google My Business. So I don't know if any, any of you guys have seen that, but uh, essentially it's just a big house for all of your like plus ones and ratings and um, locations and open hours, etc. So you want to make sure you have that account set up uh, and you want to link that My Business account to your AdWords account to handle all of your location extensions. And the reason I'm recommending that is because I recently looked into the help section of location extensions, uh, kind of when writing the article, and I noticed that Google had added a little um, warning in there that they were going to be removing the manual uh, location extensions at some point soon. So that's always what I kind of feared would happen. Um, from an agency perspective, actually getting access to those Google, Google My Business accounts can be pretty hard. We've seen in the past that it's like a, an intern set it up and we don't know what the password is, so we're not going to give you access because we can't find it. Right. <laughs> so those who have set up location extensions manually, once Google makes this change, I, I suspect that, that the location extensions will ju just stop showing up. Does that make sense? That, yeah, that, that's, that's my suspicion. I think we'll get a fair warning about it because of the number of people who currently use the manual extensions. But I would say, you know, if you have time marked on your calendar for going through your extensions, uh, getting the My Business account set up now is going to be something that helps you out a lot down the road so you're not scrambling to, to fix it like everyone else will be. Exactly. Hey, let's switch gears again and talk about call extensions a little bit. Um, one of the things that I think advertisers get confused about is where... Uh, in the interface, they can see call data, and how should the data interpret it? So uh, help us out with that. So the first thing with call extensions, uh, and the biggest confusion that I think a lot of newer account managers or um, kind of in-house people who send their accounts over to us at least have with it, is they're not part of uh, on-site call tracking. So if you want to do on-site call tracking, like, hey, someone gets to your landing page and calls you up, that's something entirely separate from call extensions. And to track those back and attribute them to PPC, you're going to need to get someone like a Mongoose Metrics or an If by Phone to, to come in and deal with that. But what they are is, is phone numbers that show up alongside your ads. So where they tend to work really well are local businesses where people just need to call quickly. So for example, if I need a plumber, if I need a dry cleaner and I want to call them up and ask them what their prices are or their hours are, um, those kind of businesses do really well with call extensions. And typically when they, they have them set to um, show the extension only, that, that can be a, a real benefit for those kind of business. But the downside is it's kind of hard to grab all of the different ways that we can get data uh, for call extensions. So you can have manual calls with your own, maybe your vanity number um, from desktop. You can have manual calls from a, a Google number. Maybe someone dials it specifically. They're looking at your, your desktop ad. You can have click to calls from your phone with your own number. You can have click to calls with the Google forwarding number. You can have um, a, a call only option. Like I said, you can see the, the data for um, you know, click to calls for manual calls, etc. So there's a there's a whole ton going on in there. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I'd really recommend is um, is actually from a presentation at SMX London. I don't know if people can can get hold of those, but 
Uh, Susan Waldez from 3Q Digital, she wrote a really awesome uh, blog post to accompany that. It's probably on the 3Q site, I think. Um, but she just yeah. went in and pulled all of those million different ways that you can get those numbers and, and turned them into something logical. So uh, that's something I, I definitely recommend people kind of jump in and have a look at. Yeah, me too. That's a great article. And I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm almost positive that you provided a link to that article in your um, Everything You Need to Know article. So, um, again, listeners, uh, make sure you read that article. And listeners also, and Sam, we've got a break again for, in other words, uh, several words from our sponsors. Listeners, please stay with us. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock-solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps like WordPress and Drupal to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Sam Owens talking about extensions. And uh, coming into the home stretch here, let's see, what other questions do I have? Yeah, t- let's talk about review extensions. Um, what are the requirements for them, and why is it so difficult to get them imp- approved? 
So I think review extensions are my most hated extension uh, in an AdWords account. And that's just because they are actually really hard to get approved, um, especially if you're not working with kind of a huge established business. And the reason for that is because Google's actually pretty stringent about what does um, kind of contribute to, to a legitimate review. So they say it has to be unique, substantive, has to be within the last 12 months, and it has to be from a credible source. Now, there aren't too many small businesses where the, the reviews they're getting come from um, a source that meets all of those criteria. So, sure, if you want to, if you want to find a review of like a major product, it's probably had a write up in a in a major publisher or magazine, um, and it's going to be possible to get. But I imagine ninety five percent of us out there are working with um, smaller companies who who maybe don't have that kind of thing. So, where I've seen success is uh, maybe finding like a local paper who has a website that that can write about your your company, um, but also just like scouring Google tends to help. There'll be one or two sources that you can occasionally find. Um, but yeah, I've had, I'm trying to think, I had a, a major um, resort where I had something like my first six review extensions I sent to them were disapproved. And it was all kinds of different reasons. Um, they seemed pretty legit to me. They seemed like they met all of these criteria. But um, Google are pretty finicky about them. And one of the things for people to know is it's, it, it's not, you can't just go in and use like user reviews. So you can't just go to Amazon, write a review of your own product and then pull that out and, and link to that from what you're at. That would be nice. <laughs> hey, we're, we're uh, getting close to the end of the show. I've got one other question and it's in the category of what you call passive extensions. And that is, um, can you briefly describe seller ratings and how an advertiser uh, earns the right to have them displayed? Yeah, seller ratings are probably the most powerful extension that you really don't have much say over, at least directly. So that's why I kind of list them as passive extensions because uh, Google pretty much pretty much drives uh, drives these extensions for you. You don't have much uh, much control other than to say, hey, don't show them if you're you're really against them. But what happens is Google collates uh, any reviews online, any user reviews online from what they consider. Um, relevant sites. So a couple, I, a couple I mentioned are Trustpilot and Viewpoints.com. But what you can actually do is go to google.com slash shopping slash seller uh, question mark Q equals and then whatever your URL is. And it will show you if there are any reviews around uh, for your particular website that Google considers worthy of including in the star rating. Now, what they do is, is they have to have at least 30 of them in the last year. Uh, you have to have an average score of three and a half for them to qualify to show because Google works out that if they're not above three and a half, then your click-through rate doesn't improve and then Google doesn't get any benefit out of it. Um, but what you can do is if you if you don't have these reviews is just uh, sign up for like a Trustpilot or a Viewpoints and then when you send out your confirmation email, say, hey, give us a review or maybe follow up uh, on product you know, sales with, with emails that say, hey, could you review us for the chance to win X, uh, and then you can build up your list like that. And I really do recommend that you work on these seller ratings because we've seen decent lifts in click-through rates from uh, clients we've worked with where they, they didn't qualify for the, the seller ratings. We worked on them to get the 30 reviews. And then as soon as they got past those 30, we saw um, some nice boosts to click-through rates. So like 10 to 20% um, 
depending on the average score. Very and nice. I'll, I'll just I'll just chip in and say that the average score that you get is actually pretty important to how much that click-through rate lifts too. Hey, brilliant stuff, Sam, and, and thank you so much for coming on the show today. Listeners, uh, do look up that article. Go to the PPC Hero blog and look up uh, everything you need to know about PPC ad extensions by Sam Owens. And next week, we've got another great guest, so come on back for PPC Rockstars. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.